0: Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Crops. So did he
1: or didn't he? That is the question. To be or not to be? Isn't that what Shakespeare said? Well, the question we ask today is, did Joe Biden really? Engage in conversations with Hunter, with foreign business interests? And did he violate federal law in doing that? Representative Dan Goldwyn, a Democrat congressman who was a staffer who uh, ran some of the Russia collusion hoax um, misinformation, this guy from New York. He immediately ran to the cameras to cushion the blow of Devin Archer's testimony, his deposition, because he sat on that committee in this closed-door deposition yesterday. He says, well, all he was doing was talking about, you know, the weather, uh, nice, nice conversation. There was no single conversation about any business dealings. And then you get this analysis of this by Molly Hemingway. You see her on Fox. This is in The Federalist and she writes this story. Evidence of Biden barisma corruption is overwhelming. So who do you believe? And where does Congress go from here? Hunter Biden, according to Larry O'Connor, conservative broadcaster, wrote this. Understand this. Hunter Biden getting Joe on the speakerphone was the deliverable. It literally doesn't matter what was discussed. Showing that he could get the vice president of the United States on the phone was all Hunter had to show his clients to seal the deal. He was selling access not policy. Getting the big guy to pick up the phone demonstrated his ability to deliver that access cased, closed, impeach. Is he right? Does it matter what was discussed, the weather or nice conversation? Or does it matter by the fact that they were selling Access And what do you get when you have access? Now, I can tell you, I'll share with you a little bit about that. Also, at the bottom of the hour, the destructionists are among us. Huh? The destruction of what? Well, everything that made this nation great. Senator Dennis Lithicum will join us at the bottom of the hour. This is his latest newsletter. And he begins it by saying, we the people are finally waking up now i happen to think he's right do you agree but we'll let uh senator Linthicum at the bottom of the hour tell us all about that today there's other things going on out there the government ethics commission remember i said it was the cover-up agency well dan mason is a is a conservative republican he's a guy i know he's been on that Um, Commission for some time He writes an op-ed In the fish wrap The Oregonian Defending The secrecy Of the commission that they get to engage in That nobody else does Now I know Dan He's a good man I completely disagree with him He makes his case You read it, you tell me. Does Oregon have its own cover-up agency? Just look at the results. I'm serious. Just look at the results. What happens out of the Government Ethics Commission? John Kitzhaber gets a slap on the wrist fine. His girlfriend clearly, clearly involved in peddling Influence, I go back to Joe Biden. Access. From her state office as the first girlfriend. Literally, taxpayer-funded office. Using taxpayer email. She's selling influence to the governor. She gets a slap on the wrist. All from the Government Ethics Commission. Cover-up agency. Two systems of justice in Oregon. Yeah. Now, also, Willamette Week's got another story here. This is a, um, this relates to the phone call we had yesterday, the interview with Kevin Dahlgren, who is speaking tonight at the executive club in Oregon City. I'll be hosting that meeting tonight at 6 p.m. Actually, it's 7 p.m. is when the meeting officially starts. Come, it's at Tacos Restaurant, T-A-C-H-O, Tacos Restaurant in Oregon City. Just look it up. Come early, have dinner. Great Mexican food. He's gonna be talking and showing slides about the problem and the solutions that he's implemented. You heard him talk about that. He was very articulate. And if you go to his website, folks, let me tell you something. The key phrase is this. If money could have solved or if, if money could solve the homeless problem, we would have done it a long time ago. Because he lays out that homeless industrial complex that he talked about yesterday. Nobody really wants to solve the problem. Kevin Dahlgren wants to work himself out of a job. That should be the attitude of everyone who's trying to find solutions to the homelessness issue. On his website, he says 80%, 80% of the people that are homeless are addicted to fentanyl. He's speaking tonight. He's gonna have a complete slideshow presentation with videos talking about the real world solutions to this. This Willamette Week article gives rise to a new phrase. Here's what it is, listen to this, disaster tourism What? Aaron Mesh starts this article and says, Last month, Willamette Week examined 10 stories by national news outlets that parachuted into Portland for some disaster tourism. This week, the New York Times added to the clip pile with a front page feature. Here's the synopsis. Fighting for Anthony is the headline. The struggle to save Portland, Oregon. Now, it's an interesting piece uh, in Willamette Week as a critique of the New York Times story. Bottom line is, it is one more. Well, here's a quote from this Willamette Week article that was in the New York Times article. A transgender Tennessean moved to Portland seeking homeless services, but was stabbed six times in the torso and hands when a man attacked her tent. She and her partner were going back to Memphis. Here's her quote. Portland is definitely not what I expected. Solving the problems that are around us is what we have to do, friends. You cannot expect that you're going to get solutions seriously from the politicians at this point. Did you hear what I just said? At this point. Because we are, and I want to go back to what we're going to talk with Senator Linthicum about. People are waking up. If you remember hearing one of the closing comments from my interview yesterday with Kevin Dahlgren, he said something that I did not expect. And I didn't coach him to say. He said this. He said, who gets elected matters. Because the mayor of Gresham heard him talk about finding solutions as a drug and alcohol counselor for over 30 years, Kevin. And he gave Kevin a shot at fixing it in Gresham. And they did, folks. As you heard Kevin describe, they had hundreds and hundreds of homeless people. Now they're down to just a handful. Why? Because they really care about people, first of all. And they care about them enough to actually solve the problem, to get them the help that they need. And to hold them accountable with some tough love. That's what matters, folks. You look at the disaster of Portland. And then you look at what people like Kevin Dahlgren have been able to achieve right here in Oregon not just for us, the taxpayers, the citizens, to drive around and to be able to go downtown and not be in fear. To not worry about this transgender person who came to Oregon because of our transgender allure and get stabbed because of the violence on the streets. That's what we want changed, folks. But it's not just for all of that. These homeless people, they're human beings. They're somebody's brother, sister, child. They're somebody's aunts and uncles, grandparent, mother, father. They're human beings. We cannot trust the politicians to solve this. And Dennis Linthicum will get into that in terms of the destructionist philosophy and how it is playing out and is permeating every level of, of American culture and society and political culture, both at the national level and right here in Oregon. His next newsletter will deal with how you fix that. And I completely agree. The politicians are not going to fix it for us yet. Perhaps eventually. But not yet. We the people are going to have to do it. But only when we turn up the heat on the politicians. Will they literally do something different? Will they make better decisions? Only until we do that. Only until we do that. When they feel, when the politicians making these bad decisions feel the pain, politically, then it will never happen. Because the radical ideologies of the left have taken over Oregon government, the legislature, And they have learned how they can buy off those few rhino Republicans who will betray others. People who do, our elected officials at all levels, who do stand up for the right thing. There are those who claim to be conservatives but allow themselves to get bought off for the almighty dollar, for the pork they bring back to their districts. They deserve our disdain. And every one of them needs a primary opponent. Back in a moment, it's 620. Lots to talk about
0: Call Jeff now at 503 589 That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. So
1: did Joe Biden really know? Did he participate in conversations with foreign officials as part of selling access? Listen to this. I mean, seriously, Devin Archer's um, deposition yesterday in front of the House committee, which Democrat congressman says, ah, they were, Biden was just talking about the weather. Um, yeah, like he really cares about meteorology. So his son gets the big guy on the phone as Larry O'Connor. The fact that just getting Joe on the speakerphone was its access phone. That's the deliverable. Otherwise, why would Joe Biden get on the phone, he writes, with his business associates at all? Why would Barack Obama's point men in the Ukraine be talking to Ukrainian officials under suspicion of massive corruption who were paying large sums of money to his son? What was the point? Exactly. If not, of chairman of the family business. What family is that? Family business? The business of selling access. Now, I will tell you as a former state representative that there are many people, lobbyists, groups, business people, or other people that, well, they give you large campaign contributions for one reason and one reason only. To have you pick up the phone or meet with them when they need to pitch you something on behalf of their clients or their association or frankly, their business that might be completely legitimate that is in your district. The district that I was honored to serve, it changed some, but it was mostly rural, agriculture, timber, and certainly conservative, but there were businesses there that gave me large contributions. And they were always able to contact me and talk with me about things. There were other people there who gave me small contributions. And I gave them access also. And there were people like the Teachers Union that never gave me a dime and spent lots of money financing candidates to run against me in the general election. Guess what? I gave them access also. Because you see, my viewpoint of public service is that you swear an oath to serve all, not just those who give you money for access. But that's, and I'm not pounding my chest here, I'm just telling you how I did it, and how I know other people do it, like the Dennis Lithicums and the Kim Thatchers of the world. I know, because I know their character, I know their heart. Julie writes an email, it's called Biden Guilt. By the way, you want to send me an email, it's Jeff at twelve twenty dot am, or Jeff at KSLM dot news. Phone calls five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty, five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Julie writes, "This is the story of two children in a cookie jar." Uh oh, you know how that's going to end up, right? <laughs> yeah. She writes, Hunter has his hand in the cookie jar. Joe has crumbs on his face. Both have a handful of cookies. Are they guilty? Draw your own conclusions. Touché, Julie. Well done. Well done. Rich writes an email. Just things that put a smile on your face in the morning and things to ponder. This... He, just, he sends these to me from time to time. The headline is, things you can't figure out. You're telling me that they can match the DNA from a hair sample that was left outside for 10 years to a pizza crust, but can't figure out who left Coke in the White House? Yeah. And there's more. It's all good power honda is also good they're one of our sponsors they have 892 available vehicles today that's right off their website mypowerhonda.com they also have a great chat and in fact joshua is waiting there to chat with me right now Now, i'm not going to do that because i'm on the air with you but you can do lots of things. You can check out their new and pre-owned certified cars, their inventory. You can look look for all, any type of color, model of Honda, new, body style, prices. You can schedule a test drive. And they have a category of vehicles under 15000 So go to MyPowerHonda.com. Check it out. They're down in Albany, right off the freeway. It's easy to get to mypowerhonda.com. Now, Devin Archer, clearly the Fox News story is Hunter Biden, Burisma exec, called DC. That's what Devin Archer said, to get the Ukrainian prosecutor fired. Now, if you listen to Dan Golden and say, no, he, he never said such thing. All they were talking about is the weather. Really? Does anybody believe that? So Devin Archer's deposition will be central in the impeachment of Joe Biden. But there's lots of other evidence, too. And in fact, the head guy at Turismo claims to have these 17 reporters. Apparently, The FBI has them also, but the FBI won't turn them over to the House Oversight Committee. Hmm. Maybe it's time they impeach the head of the FBI. Back in a
0: moment.
1: Senator, the destructionists are among us. That, what are they really doing?
0: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the car. We're back. just 23 minutes before the top of the hour. In a quick
1: moment, we'll go to Senator Dennis come, A couple of other stories about Hunter Biden, by the way, that are out there. Um, apparently... He's being accused of perjury under oath. He claimed he had he was an active lawyer in Connecticut. Under oath. Yet at that time he was suspended because of unpaid fees. And then there's apparently Devin Archer yesterday testified that Joe Biden met with the Moscow mayor's wife. You know, she's the one who wired 3.5 million to Hunter. So Joe Biden met with the Moscow mayor's wife. She sends Hunter 3.5 million. And then Joe keeps her off the sanctions list. Hmm. But there's nothing to see here, folks, according to the Democrats, right? No corruption. They just talked about the weather. When Hunter got his dad on the phone at any time. Yeah, nobody believes that, of course. By the way, the CDC is warning anthrax will be the next bioterrorist attack. CDC. Oh, and guess what? The FDA just cleared and approved a new anthrax vaccine. See how this is playing out, folks? The question is, do they try this insanity once again just before the election? Let's talk to uh, Senator Dennis Lithicum joins us. Senator, thanks for hanging out with us again, as you do on Tuesdays.
2: You bet. It's good to be here. And uh, your your last question is actually a really good question. Will they try this again? And um, I I think, unfortunately, the answer is, well, the last time was a great success. Why not stick with the playbook? (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's pretty logical isn't it that they will try it again. You've written uh I what I think is a a very powerful uh newsletter this week the destructionists are among us and next your next newsletter will focus on how to fix what the destruction of what's happening. So so what do you mean by the destructionists are among us?
2: Well, what I do is I go through several facets of our modern, our modern life, our modern uh, dilemma. I didn't even touch on some. I think uh, destructionists are at work in our forests, in in our water quality, in the uh, crushing of the supply chain for food products like you know, whether it's chickens or chicken uh, hens laying eggs or whatever, they've always got some issue, the bird flu or whatever. And they they can t- take out all of the largest operators. Um, I'm not so sure about, you know, the, the left and the PETA organizations burning down the chicken houses and whatnot. Right. But right. back to you. Back to your question, what I went through was um, destructionism happening in education, in transportation, in our uh, economy, uh, across the world. And I I named several of those and I just throw out keywords. Even, even the destruction of our pu- public health marketplace by getting involved in single payer, i.e. socialist uh, healthcare. Um, will certainly bankrupt the state of Oregon. And the legislature, the Democrat-led majority, passed that as a resolution to, quote, have a task force investigated. That just means they're going to use the next year or two to paint a happy face on this ugly plan.
1: So you begin your newsletter by saying, we the people are finally waking up. And then you write, The curtains have been thrown wide open and the public is being exposed to facts that they never dreamed possible. We are now witnesses to the daily corruption of political power from the simplest idiocies to the most complex convolution and Byzantine criminal activities. Now, that certainly applies to what's going on in in Washington, D.C., and frankly, in both parties. But. What about in Oregon, the story today that Steve Marks, former, you know, resigned fire director of OLCC, is suing Tina Kotek, claiming that Lamata, the cannabis company that caused Shamia Fagan to resign, that they influenced Tina Kotek's decision to demand his resignation. He's suing her. Is that what you, the kind of thing you're talking about here?
2: Well, yeah, we we actually saw it with uh, Shamia Fagan and Shamia Fagan, um, you know, had to resign. And and somehow, you know, in that analysis at the time, nobody thought to um, to tackle the uh, the relationship with Governor Kotek. At the same time, you'll remember there was the FTX cryptocurrency, the $100,000 or 75000 however much, a huge amount of money, whatever the number, that went to um, Senator Wyden and Senator Merkley and got yep. passed on yep. to um, uh, our Senate president and to Tina Kotek and to all the Democrat victors. did you know all the charges to FTX uh, Sam Bankman freed got dismissed? Did you hear that yet?
1: Well, I had heard that some of them were dismissed. I hadn't heard that all of them were dismissed. Y-
2: yeah, well, the, and so there's there's some truth and there's some fiction and facts are hard to come by. But uh, apparently, um, the extradition paperwork, and you know, qu- quote from the Biden administration, a de- Department of Justice of the Biden administration, uh, no desire to muddle in the internal affairs of um, the Bahamas, and um, and <laughs> you know, cause problems where no cro- problems, um, ha- you know, right. are necessarily at the surface. And it's like, well, good grief, this is another example of of a multi-billion dollar fraud. What was it, $40 billion of money laundering effort to the Democrat Party? This guy was in his organization. There must be, if you look at a flow chart of his uh, corporate hierarchy, there must be 50 I didn't count them, but there's got to be 40 or 50 different corporate entities, each one doing their pi- part to ply Democrats with money. He did not give money to Republicans. He gave money to Democrats. And I think this is more weight on the scale. Um, and uh, this clearly needs to be investigated. And the the hard part is we we have to stop envisioning uh our representatives that's bringing home the bacon, as you alluded to in your analysis, but as individuals who are there for one purpose, and that's to protect our rights, our life, our liberty, our personal property, that is supposed to be protected from the malicious intent of politicians. And it's politicians that the Bill of Rights protects us from. It doesn't protect us from our neighbor, it protects us from uh, policymakers.
1: Speaking of policymakers, what do you make of the governor allowing self serve gas but vetoing money for sex work studies? and vetoing the task force to create a state bank what's tina doing
2: uh, well, well yeah I, I i don't think she really knows what she's doing but i'm i'm happy to see the state bank go bye-bye and i'm happy to see the absurdity of you know uh, a sex worker task force go bye uh, imagine uh, imagine what does that actually look like a, you know, like I want to be on that task force. I mean, <laughs> the, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the whole thing it becomes absurd as you as you think about it, and uh, you know, approving the um, the uh, the the bank. Uh, you know, why uh, the the bank is just more monetary fraud. We have enough monetary fraud with the Federal Reserve. And if she was going to um, promote a sound policy, she'd be promote uh, getting rid of or auditing the Federal Reserve.
1: One last question in the last minute. Um, I, in all of this destruction, as you list it today, and the corruption, do you think that Republicans or conservatives can use it as an example to wake people up in the next election and win?
2: Yes, I do. That's how I start my newsletter. The people have woken, and I didn't go into the reasons why, but I think the reasons why um, are things like the the Bud Light fiasco. Billions, absolutely billions (laughs) of dollars have been lost in this failed attempt. Um, yep. Disney uh, yep. Disney has seen the low, lowest um, participation rate in, in decades. Uh, Target is in the same boat with billions of dollars of um, loss in terms of stock market value. I think people are waking up, and I'm glad to see it.
1: And your next newsletter will tell us exactly how that can be used. Each of us can use it. To change our world. Senator, we're at the end of our time. Thank you for joining us as always. We'll talk to you next week.
2: Okay. See you then. Bye-bye.
1: Senator Dennis Linthicum can sign up for his newsletter if you go to his state website under the Oregon Legislature. Back in a moment, but it's 648.
0: Call jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the car. Ten minutes till the top of the
1: hour. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at k S-L-M. news like linda writes me an email says do you believe there'll be impeachment with ours just talk 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 and a six week vacation democrats have pretty much erased the gravity of impeachment lots of unease about the determination of ours big mouths no action that's why I said, folks, yes, we, the people, have woken up. We, the people, have to fix it. Fix what? The destruction of our culture and everything that we hold dear that Senator Linthicum just laid out for you. Because, you see, we have not yet put enough heat and pressure on the politicians, especially those rhinos who betrayed people like Senator Linthicum and Kim Thatcher and others, Representative Ed Deal, those who walked out. They were betrayed by their fellow Republicans who decided to stay, get lots of pork for their district and provide the Democrats a quorum to go ahead and vote all this garbage. Those people deserve to be primaried, every one of them. That's why you cannot depend on them. It's up to us, folks, to spread the word amongst our friends, amongst our neighbors. Those people that are in our world, that's what this show's dedicated about. You can change your world by making those arguments. Democrat Congressman Dan Golden says, hey, they just they just talked happy talk about the weather and those things. There was no ask to do anything. Didn't have to didn't have to at all. It's about access. It's about what Hunter says to his dad. It's about Joe Biden. I mean, if if anybody who's in your world listens to this stuff and says, hey, they didn't talk about anything, according to this Democrat who was there listening into the deposition, just ask him this. So what about that? video of joe biden bragging about how he got the prosecutor fired do you believe what you see wow he wasn't even under investigation yes he was they all were burisma and will we ever hear of these 17 tapes audio tapes that the founder of burisma says he has Will we ever hear them? Because the FBI has them, too. And they won't turn them over. Hmm. Sort of like Oregon's cover-up agency, the Ethics Commission. All of this is going on today, folks. Oh, also, by the way, is your opportunity to hire a contractor that you literally can trust. That's my friend, Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. He is going to be working on my home when I get to that stage. Trim work, finish work, laying flooring. If you want to see the quality work that he can do as he lives it in his faith and how he treats you, just go to his website, RighteousRenovations.com. You can check it out, RighteousRenovations.com or call him 503-341. 3816 341 All right, to the phones to Gary and then Michael. Uh, Gary, good morning. Go, Beebs.
3: Hey, Jeff. Go, Ducks. Uh, our Cuba Libre night was incredible. Uh, the highlight uh, was I told you about the lady whose husband went into the hospital uh, and they yes. killed him. Uh, she spoke, and uh, her er, there was not a dry eye in the house when, when she spoke. But uh, mm. he had half a kidney removed because of cancer. And when he went into the hospital, you know, with bad, uh, uh, un, unable to really breathe very well. I think he's under 80, 80 or 90 or something like that, um, oxygen. But they gave him a double dose of remdesivir. Yikes. And then he, they tortured him basically for, uh, I believe, around 10 days. And then one of the rare people that were able to watch and get inside, they gave him five 50-millimeter millimeter shots of morphine and fentanyl. And fentanyl? Yes.
1: Wow. He died 45 minutes later. So they, in essence, murdered him.
3: You think? And the amazing part of the story, she was looking for attorneys to sue because of what she witnessed. And she looked over at our attorneys and tear streamed eyes. And she get, she goes, would you help us? And they said, yes, we'll take you. Wonderful.
1: That's good. It isn't wonderful that it happened. It is good that they are stepping up. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate you sharing that story. By the way, you just be ready with Army to come up with alternatives, natural alternatives to anthrax. Yes. CDC sure is on top that's of the it. next one. And they have yep. got a new vaccine for it they just approved. You got to love that. Oh, Gary, take so you to Let's go move back. on to Michael. Michael, good morning. Your thoughts today. Welcome.
3: Oh, is it me? It is you, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was thinking about that fentanyl. Wow, doesn't that blow your so, mind? Yeah, it does. Hey, I got a quick thing here because I got an echo going on, so I got to make this quick. There's um, it's all platonic with Hunter, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. It was just <laughs> platonic, and you know what? The reason why that cocaine was found in that White House? Because Hunter Biden didn't inhale. <laughs> and that Friedman and that Friedman getting out. Yeah, they're gonna say, Hey hey Wolves, here's your little baby. Yeah. He'll be dead <laughs> in a short time.
1: Oh, Michael, that's just too good. (laughs) That's good stuff. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate it. All right, folks, look, uh, thank you all for listening today. Um, Gateway Pundit, I'll leave you with this, has a story up from Republican Congressman Scott Perry. Quote, it's going to take an impeachment inquiry to get answers. Why? Because the Biden Department of Justice and the IRS are stonewalling them. And I would add to that, as part of the DOJ, the FBI. It's time, folks. It's time because they're getting to that point strategically as an inquiry goes forward and this more of this stuff comes out. It'll be too late to drop Joe Biden from the ticket for the Democrats to do that. Why? Because you have to get him on the ballot in all 50 states, friends. That process has already begun. If they want to get him replaced, it's too late. Because you can't get him on the ballot in many of these places now because the time frame is over. Yeah, it's time the impeachment inquiry begins. And we ought to impeach Mayorkas and Chris Wright, the head of the FBI. And certainly, America. See you tomorrow, friends.